Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Let's Talk Low Vision, brought to you by the Council of Citizens with Low Vision International. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshta, and this evening we're going to talk about lighting, glare, and sunglasses to help to improve your vision and to improve the comfort of your eyes. You know, lighting is truly the most important factor that affects vision. The human eyes are designed to be able to absorb light and send signals to the brain so that we can see. But if it's too bright or if it's too dark, the eyes are not able to process that type of information, and as a result, we cannot see. Now, people with low vision, they more frequently do have problems with light. They often are squinting, and they say that they have difficulty seeing if it's too bright. Many people say that they have purchased sunglasses, but these sunglasses really don't solve the problem. And other people with low vision, they will tell us that they are not able to read unless they have additional lighting. So many of them, they tell me that they have to hold a flashlight right next to the book they're reading in order for them to be able to read the print. So the first thing that I want to do is I want to do a review about what is light. And this is a little bit technical, but it is important to understand this so that you will not spend money unnecessarily buying the wrong types of glasses for yourself. Now, light is basically made up of energy, and we could think of a light bulb, or we could think of the sun. Now, from the light source, such as the sun, there are packets of energy that is being sent from the sun and it comes towards us here on Earth. And these packets of energy are very interesting because they travel in what's called a wavelength. It doesn't just shoot straight from the sun to the Earth, but these packets of energy, they go up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And this is called a wavelength. Now... The different packets of energy, they often will have different wavelengths. For some of them, the energy, it travels up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, very, very rapidly. And the distance between each of these waves, like the waves in the ocean, are very, very close together. That is called short wavelength energy. Now, it's very important to understand that this short wavelength energy, it is very, very powerful. And it is also very, very dangerous. The short wavelength energy is often called ultraviolet. And we've heard of the ultraviolet light and how that's not good for us. And how the ultraviolet light it could burn our skin. And if we're outdoors too long, 
the ultraviolet light, it can cause us to have skin cancer. And we also know that the ultraviolet light could damage the tissues of the eyes and cause total blindness. So we really want to protect ourselves from ultraviolet and not only for our body, but also for our eyes. Now, there's other packets of energy that travel at a little bit of a longer wavelength. And these packets of energy, they produce blue light. So from the sun or from a light bulb, there's actually blue light that's coming from the light or from the sun. And this type of blue light is also very, very dangerous to the eyes. If you have any kind of eye disease that affects your retina, macular degeneration, diabetic retinopathy, retinitis pigmentosa, any of these conditions that affect your retina, you have to filter the blue light from entering your eyes. Otherwise, this blue light is going to kill more of the cells of the retina. And this is something that we have just recently learned over the last 20 years, more specifically about how damaging that the blue light is. And then there's other wavelengths of light, and then it produces green light and yellow light and orange light and red light. And all of these different colors of light together, they produce a white light. So this is why when we turn on a light bulb, the overall color of the light usually appears to be a whitish color. Or when we look outside in the morning, and if it's not cloudy, the sunlight produces a whitish type of light. But it's very important to remember that those light bulbs and the sun, they actually are producing many different colors of light. And we could make glasses for you that will filter out the colors that are the most dangerous for you. Now, when we think about all of these different types of colors of light and how these could be very dangerous for your vision, we also know that light can cause a person with low vision to be very uncomfortable. Some people will say, oh my gosh, my eyes hurt, or every time that I'm under the light, I get a headache and my eyes hurt. I had a patient, and this patient, he was a man in his 30s, very bright guy. And he came into my office, and he was just telling me that he's been having a lot of problems with eye strain and eye pain and headaches. And he told me that these headaches only happen when he's at his new work. He's got a new job. 
and he'll go into his office, and he'll begin to do his work, and within one hour, he says, oh, my eyes just ache, and I have the worst headache, and I have to close my eyes and take Tylenol, and then it'll go away. But then in the afternoon again, the whole thing happens again, and I'd like to do something about it. He said, I really believe that it's the lighting in my office because I don't get these headaches anyplace else. I don't have this eye strain anywhere else. So what he said is, I decided that I was going to pay and have all the light bulbs in my office to be replaced. And I wanted to order light bulbs that would be half the brightness he said, though, I figured if I got lights that weren't as bright, it probably wouldn't bother me. And that would eliminate the problem. So he hired the electrician company. They came and they replaced all the bulbs. And they turn on the lights and he goes, oh, yeah, that's better. It's not as bright. But then within one hour later, he says his eyes started to hurt again. And he got the same headache. And he was so, so upset with it. So he said, that's why I came to you. I, I really want to see if you could figure out what the problem is. And so I asked him, I said, were these light bulbs the long tubes, the fluorescent tubes? He goes, yeah, the kind they have in the office buildings. I said, okay. And I explained to him, that in those types of fluorescent light bulbs, the fluorescent tubes, they produce a high amount of ultraviolet radiation. And his disease that he has is a retina condition called retinitis pigmentosa. I said, so most people with retina conditions, if they're in too much ultraviolet, it starts to cause eye strain and headaches. And I said, it was a good idea. You had the right idea of putting in light bulbs that were not as bright. But the problem really wasn't that those light bulbs are too bright for you. The problems were that those light bulbs emit ultraviolet. So what we did is we then made for him a pair of glasses that he could wear in his office and that these glasses were perfectly clear lenses, but they filter out the ultraviolet light. And so he took those and I called him the first day that he was at work and I asked him, how is it? Are they helping you? He goes, this is amazing. I don't have any eye pain. I don't have any headache, nothing. He says, this is absolutely fantastic. He says, I should have bought these glasses before I spent all this money on these light bulbs. I said, well, you know, you really didn't know, but as your doctor, let me call the electrician and let me see if they might be able to do something. And they were kind enough. They did exchange all the bulbs, and they gave them a refund. So this here is 
an example to show you that it doesn't necessarily mean that the light is good or bad if it's too bright or too dim. We also have to know what is coming out of that light bulb. So when you are purchasing light bulbs for yourself, it's important that you do the research or you call an electrical company and you could ask them, do you sell light bulbs that do not emit the ultraviolet radiation? I have a problem with my retina and I know that the ultraviolet is damaging to the retina. I would like to know if you produce this particular type of bulb that does not emit the ultraviolet. What's also happening right now, which is also really good, remember how we talked about how the blue light coming from the light bulbs is dangerous to the retina? Well, there's now light bulbs being made that do not emit the blue light. So, wow, this is really, really great. And the reason this is so good, in my opinion, is the fact that the patients who have these kind of retina problems, they don't always have to wear these glasses anymore. They don't have to search for their glasses. But if you don't mind searching for glasses or if you have a prescription and you need to wear glasses to help you to see more clearly, you want to talk to your doctor and have the doctor incorporate the ultraviolet coating that filters the ultraviolet light and also the filtered lens that filters out the blue light. These lenses are available, and they're really, really, really nice. Now, when it comes down to the different colors of light that we have in there, when you have your eyes checked, one of the tests your doctor will do, your doctor will check your color vision. And this is a very important test because it gives the doctors an idea of knowing which cells in your retina are damaged. Maybe you're not able to see green. Maybe you're not able to see blue. But if we find that there's certain colors that you're not seeing properly, we could then incorporate in your glasses a very subtle tint, very, very subtle tint. And what that will do is it will make those colors that you have difficulty seeing, it will make them pop out. And you'll be able to see those colors for the first time. Maybe you have never seen those colors in your whole life. But you'll be able to notice there's something different in that color there. And then you're able to see these things. And this doesn't even have to be only for people with low vision. One of the things that we know is that a high percentage of males, boys, they do have a color vision weakness. And I remember my son, he was about four years old, 
and video games first came onto the market, and he was trying to play. Then he got really, really upset. And when he's upset, he doesn't scream or throw things, but he just got really quiet, and he put down the controller. And I said, hey, what's the matter? I don't know. I'm now good at these video games. I said, well, what's the matter? He goes, I don't know. I'm not seeing the, the bad guy, and I'm supposed to. And I said, well, try it again. Let's see what's going on. And what I then noticed was that the color of that bad guy was exactly the same color that he's colorblind on. And that's the inherited thing. My wife's father is colorblind to that same color. And I said, hey, you know what, Brett? This isn't anything to do with you being good or bad with a video game. This bad guy is a color that you have problems seeing. And this is my fault. Gosh, I'm an eye doctor, and I didn't even think about this. Hey, tomorrow, let's go into the office. We're going to get up early. We're going to go into the office, and then we'll pick out glasses that you can wear for the video game. And we made these glasses with this particular tint, brought them home, and instantly he was able to see it. Instantly he was a great video game player. So... By understanding that low vision can affect some of your color vision and understanding that coming from the light are many different colors, we could use tinted lenses to make it such that you could see some of these colors much easier. And this could help people just in their everyday function, or many times it could be at work. Some people have difficulty seeing certain colors on the computer screen, but we could correct that by using tinted lenses. Sometimes we will even customize contact lenses to be that color, but the cost of tinting those contact lenses it, it usually is more expensive. It comes out to maybe about $300 for a pair of tinted contact lenses. Now, when we think about the types of lighting that would be the best for you at your home, there's many different types of light bulbs that are available now. Now, the old-fashioned light bulbs that you would screw into the light fixture, those are called incandescent bulbs. And although they worked very well for many years, they're really becoming obsolete because of the fact that they use a lot of electricity. So it makes your electric bill go higher. Number two, the incandescent bulbs don't last real long either. And number three, the incandescent light bulbs, they, they do generate a lot of heat. So in the summertime, you know, it makes you get hot. Or if you're going to try to read a book and you have a desk lamp, with an incandescent bulb in, uh, the people say, my gosh, it's just too hot. I can't work for that long with that type of light. So they then later began to produce what are called the tube lights, also known as the fluorescent lights. And the advantage of the fluorescent lights are that they use much less electricity 
they last much, much longer, and they don't produce a lot of that type of heat. So if people are using a reading lamp on their desk, people found it to be much more beneficial to have a fluorescent bulb rather than the incandescent. But one of the problems with the fluorescent tube lights is that a lot of people would complain that they get these headaches. And it's just like my patient I was telling you the story about. It is because they generate the ultraviolet light. And when you look at those fluorescent tubes, you probably have seen sometimes that they flicker. You know, very, very quickly it's flickering, and it really, really causes a lot of, you know, stress for people who are using those types of lights. So today, the most popular type of light seems to be the LED bulb. That's a light-emitting diode. L-E-D. And the main reason people really like these now is that these use a very, very low amount of electricity. They produce a very high amount of light. And they also are able to produce light of different colors. And this is very important, especially for people with low vision, because with low vision, we do not want the light to be a shade of blue, because we know that the blue light is damaging. It damages the retina. And depending on a person's eyes or their eye condition, some people will see better if the light is a little bit more on the yellow end or maybe a tinge of red to it. So the doctor will be able to tell you what color light bulb would be the best for you. So when you're going to shop for light bulbs, the first thing is you really have to determine what type of bulb do you need. Like we said, the incandescent light bulb, those are really not being used very much. But a lot of people, you might live in an apartment that's an old apartment and every light fixture uses incandescent bulbs. You might need to tell the manager, hey, I, I really like it if we could change to a different type of fixture because it really helps my vision. And you can ask your eye doctor, we'd be happy to write these types of letters so that they understand that it is healthier for your eyes to use these other types of light fixtures. So after you determine if you need an incandescent, a fluorescent, or an LED bulb, you then want to look at the packaging and if you want to get educated for yourself, there's a word on the package that will say lumen, L-U-M-E-N. And what the lumen tells you, it tells you 
how much light does this light bulb produce? So if it produces a higher number of lumens, you know that this light bulb is brighter than the one that produces less lumens. So what I mean by this is, let's say that there are two light bulbs, and one is made by General Electric, and the other is made by Westinghouse. Well, if you want to compare to see which one is brighter, you could look at the package and see which one has more lumens. That'll be the one that is brighter. You also can look on the package, and it would say Kelvin, K-E-L-V-I-N. And it may have a number. It might say 6,000 Kelvin. And that would mean that this produces a lot of blue light. It might say that it has 3,500 Kelvin. And we know that this produces sort of a, a slightly reddish tint light. So when you look at the area that says Kelvin, and a lot of times it's going to also write it down in words, what's the color tint of this light? Then you'll know what color light you're going to be receiving. But with all of these types of light bulbs, when you are at your eye doctor's office, if the doctor specializes in low vision, they should have samples of these different colored bulbs so you could then make that uh, determination which one is the most comfortable for you to read with which one is most comfortable for you to put on your makeup with which is the most comfortable color just to illuminate, illuminate the room now if you're going to be reading one of the things that you might want is a desk lamp. And you really want a desk lamp that is going to cover the bulb so that you don't actually see the bulb. In other words, the housing of the lamp is what you're going to see, and that's going to protect your eyes from getting blasted with too much light. These types of desk lamps are available at Office Depot and Staples, and there's all sorts of different types. And so you can go to these stores and actually try them. But before you go and do that, you, you probably want your doctor to recommend what type of light, what color temperature is going to be the best for you. If in your home, maybe you have a home that is very dark and they don't have light fixtures in the ceiling, there are floor lamps that are called torsiers and it has a round disc on the bottom and the, the diameter of the disc is about 12 inches and then a pole attaches to that disc and the pole is usually about six feet 
six and a half feet tall. And on the top of the pole is going to be a dome. And that dome is going to shine the light towards the ceiling. So the light is going to bounce off the ceiling and illuminate the room without you actually seeing the light bulb itself. Those really work very, very well to decorate the room and also to give you the type of lighting that you want. They usually have a dimmer. So depending on the mood, you could go ahead and have it brighter or dimmer. And these types of Torsier lamps, I've seen these at Target and Walmart uh, for around $49, $59, and they really help out very, very much. Now, the other thing that we need to think about is in the opposite. What happens when we go outside and it's the sunlight and it's so bright? Well, you want your eye doctor to prescribe the appropriate colored lens for you. You know, many people just go to the swap meet and buy sunglasses, and many times these lenses that they sell at the swap meet, they come from other countries, and these lenses are terrible. They're terrible. They're distorted, and they literally blur your vision. They do not filter out the ultraviolet, and often the colors of these lenses are going to make your vision worse or make you work harder. But we do have lenses that could be made in any color. Any color that we need, it could be made. And if you have a prescription for your glasses, we could tint any of those prescriptions the color that you would need. And we also have lenses such as the transition lenses that convert from a clear lens to a tinted lens automatically. But you have to remember that after about a year and a half or maybe two years, those lenses don't convert as well as they used to. And so most of the time people need to replace those lenses at least every two years. There's also other types of filters some of them, there's a brand name that's called Cocoon. Another one is called the UV Shield. Another is called the No IR. And these sunglasses, they could fit over on top of your, your glasses. So let's say you already wear glasses for walking and such, but when you go outside of your building... It's too bright and you can't see. Well, you can purchase these types of fit-over sunglasses and immediately it will be tinted for you. And these are a really good alternative because they run between 49 to $79. So they're much less expensive than the transitions glasses. These glasses also have a side shield so that it filters the sunlight coming in from the sides. 
let's say that you're riding in the car and the sun is way over on your right side and you're the passenger, all that light comes into your eyes. Well, with these side shields, it filters out the light coming in from the side, so it makes it much more comfortable. So there are many different types of lenses that are available, and depending on your eye condition, the doctors may recommend something very specific. For example, for people with retinitis pigmentosa, a red lens made by Corning, Corning, New York, really works very well for people with retinitis pigmentosa. So I recommend that you do have an appointment by a low vision optometrist or low vision ophthalmologist and let him or her do these tests to determine what would be the best type of light for you, what would be the best types of sunglasses for you, And they should also be able to write letters to your insurance so that these extra glasses can be covered by your insurance. So does anybody have any questions at this time? I do. Yes, hi. Hi. Um, Mike, okay, you're talking about light bulbs and sunlight. But what about the light that comes out off the iPhone and the iPad? Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, with these new cell phones, they have lights, and these these lights coming from the, the phones are a, a very powerful flashlight. So you could <laughs> use that light to help you if you're in a dark area and you come home late at night and such. You all that isn't... I'm sorry, that isn't really what I was referring to. I'm referring to the light coming off the screen. Um, I look very close at my screen, and I'm wondering if looking very close and the light coming out is bad for my eyes. I understand what you're saying. Well, basically, the American Medical Association recommends that a person does not stare at these computer screens or the iPhone screens or the tablets for more than 20 minutes straight. And after that, you should take a break. But in reality, I realize that people don't work that way. I know I don't work that way. So the best thing that can be done is that your doctor should then prescribe for you glasses that will filter out the ultraviolet and the blue light And the doctor should also put a prescription in there to make it more magnified when you look at the screen at that distance. So ask your doctor to make a pair of glasses that filters the ultraviolet and the blue light and focuses on your computer screen or your cell phone. That's the best way to protect your eyes and to also make it easier to see. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Is there another question out there? Uh, Dr. Bill, it's Kathy. Yes. Hi, Kathy. Um, hi. Um, so basically you're saying um, you have to find an optometrist or an ophthalmologist that specializes 
in working with folks with low vision, correct? Yes. If you really want to have a doctor who's going to recommend the specific light bulbs that are the best for you and the best colored tints for your vision, they will be the ones who will typically have these in their office to to demonstrate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. And if any of you have difficulties finding an optometrist or ophthalmologist that specializes in low vision, if in your state, I know, for example, in New York, they do have the optometry school. And so the optometry school has an optometry low vision clinic that would have all of these things. Would that I be believe- in New York City? New York City, do you think? Yes. Is the optometry school? Yeah. Yes. On 42nd Street. I know it. I know where it is. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yes. I've been there. That's where I get my reading glasses. Great. Also, if you do have questions about that, here at the Council of Citizens with Low Vision, we do have a reference of many low vision people. So, uh, Christine, if you're on the line, Christine is the one who organizes these calls for us. Thank you so much. Would you be able to give a contact email or phone number or how they would be able to find a, a low vision doctor in their area? I guess that she she has hung up. Uh, but we we will we will do something whether we put it on our webpage or we will get you an email. And if you have the need to find a low-vision doctor in your area, uh, we could do our best to find one for you. Are there any other questions tonight? Okay, great. Well, I want to thank all of you for being on the call, and I, and I hope that all of you have just a, a wonderful and safe holiday season with a, a lot of great food. And uh, we hope to hear from all of you. Thank you so very much. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So we'll, we'll talk to all of you again in January.